Man, you cowboy fan like me, boy. Woof. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> that that last touchdown was terrible. Uh, but you caught us yesterday on uh, FQFAMU, actually, as well as BCSN Black College Sports Network. You were able to see a watch party where we watched the FAMU girls get a dub, FAMU men catch an L. So it kind of is what it is. But you already know what's up. It's definitely fangs up. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! All right, greetings and salutations. Another episode of Fangs Up here. And look, if you're looking on Instagram Live, we're trying a little something, you know. We're trying to do a little something, something around here. Uh, a lot more of these Cowboys are doing because Cowboys ain't doing a blessed thing. Looking like hot garbage. Like, and I say that as a fan. I ain't even going to play with y'all today about, about my allegiance. Uh, but, man, um, it's above me at this point, whatever's going on, fam, you. But, we will talk about that a little bit. Uh, supposed to ask the decisions on Tuesday. So Tuesday, 1 o'clock, we're going to talk about that meeting that's going to be going on there. But before we do all that, look, Fabio track. Shout out to the track team. Look, um, that was a hire by Michael Smith. Uh, so, but they went up to UAB and got some dubs. So uh, Tiana Brown, 60 meters. Joseph. DeRossier, 60-meter hurdles. Rory Lowe got the 400 meters. And then FAMU's girls, 4 by 4 The 4 by 4 team got first place, too. So had a couple kids PR, too. So, all right, FAMU track. I'm helping us forget about that other stuff, that bull job. Now, on another note, uh, yeah, that, that men's basketball team uh, caught a fresh L. Uh, so... <laughs> Hit the wrong button. Y'all can hear, see, y'all can see the thing where I can hear myself. But men's basketball, we'll start with them because they caught the L. Uh, 74 to 65. Again, if you caught the live yesterday with Brian and myself, you got to watch us kind of uh, talk about it, you know, really talk about it live, like what we saw, what we didn't saw, what we didn't see. Excuse me. Uh, one of the cool things, Brian is a basketball coach. So you probably saw me acquiesce to him quite a bit. And you can kind of see the difference in, how we see the game and some of the different things that are going on there. Uh, but it's, it's, I don't know, like again, 74 to 65 and the game was kind of in question at the beginning, but for the most part, it was Southern all the way. Like came, you did lead early. And I, you know, I even joke with Brian, like, yo, we got to enjoy this. We win it. And he kind of chuckled. And I was like, Hey man, I'm being real with this one. Like we, we are not the, uh, best basketball team this year or the last couple of years. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens though. Uh, you know, kind of tongue in cheek a little bit, but coaches pretty much the last year, you know what it's going to be like. We, we're not even going to play that game. So, <laughs> so, uh, but now the girls, 
first win of the season. So 59-53, fam, you ladies did pull it out. And I was supposed to go ladies first, but I just went to the winners. And they were actually, like, pretty solid. Like, if you go back and watch that game, we had a lot of turnovers. Like, the men had a bunch of turnovers, about 20. But the women, they also had a lot of turnovers. But you can start to see where the buy-in was there. Like, they're a lot farther along as far as being able to be competitive. And they might actually make the playoffs like the or the uh, SWAC tournament, I should say, if they continue this going. So, it's... You know, kind of is what it is. You know, pretty solid there. Now, as far as football, we are supposed to get an announcement on Tuesday. So uh, some of y'all may or may not be able to see it, but uh, you have a board of trustees meeting at 1 o'clock on Tuesday. They actually have a part where the public can make comments and everything like that. So, um, yeah, good luck with that. (laughs) But then, but then you have the opening call order, roll call, probably who the board members are. They give you a update on who the head coach is probably going to be or who the suggestion is, and then they're going to close it out. So this is probably a good chance for Rattler Nation and those that are involved to get out there and really say your two cents. Like If you feel some type of way, this is your chance to say it. Um, definitely not the time to be – spitting half facts make sure you got your stuff together if you're uh speaking greasy of someone so but you're going to be able to see that and we we kind of know like it's it's probably between Colsey and the guys that's from fort valley one and two uh, at least that's what we're pretty much hearing at this point and it's it's really at this point it's a salvage job like can you salvage the morale in the locker room. Can you salvage the recruiting class? Like, because you definitely lost a few players. S- some you question, are they really losses or were they even going to come? But others kind of is what it is. And you've kind of seen the support come from Willie Simmons. Like Coach Simmons is kind of outwardly stated, you commit to a program, not a coach. And he said that from Duke. And we've actually seen him say some things post. Uh, shout out to the blue bloods up there. And then do we get some talk about the AD here? So that's going to be one of the interesting things there. Um, so great question. Let's see, Mr. Rice, where does, where else does any school give anyone outside athletics a voice in hiring coaches? Most, if I'm being honest, um, normally that, that board of trustees, has to sign off on it just because of the size of the contract from what I can remember. Um, if you go look across the street, some of those boosters had a say in that. Um, I, I know we're kind of hypercritical and like we, we think sometimes things only happen in vacuum at our HBCUs, but quite the contrary. You, you, you start looking over there. Um, a great example is FSU actually. Um, also UM, like you start looking at some of the people that were stroking checks we're like, we don't like this dude. Don't hire that guy. Same thing at UF too. Like UF has balked at some coaching hires as well. And yeah, like there's a reason certain people leave early and certain people stay a little late. So just saying. So it's not just an HBCU thing. 
but I do kind of understand what uh, Lacey is saying there because one of the problems is that we're noticing with the coaching hire is all of a sudden it's not just one person from that particular group that wants to have a say it's the whole group. And that's, that's impossible. Like you, you really can't have all of Rattler boosters have a say, just like all of Cowboy nation is frustrated right now, but everybody can't have a say, like, I don't know what we're doing on defense, but it's garbage. It's not working. And it hadn't worked all game. So got like a four pretty yeah that that the splits on there look trash but it is what it is. the Cowboys gonna lose <laughs> I don't take that personal but it's, it's gonna be interesting though to see quite to Lacey's point like during that board of trustees meeting does that vote of no confidence stuff come up but then if that vote of no confidence stuff comes up what's the response and what's the rebuttal so you know Let's see. Uh, oh, he's got another point here. Um, Tom Yurk from UofL. I'm guessing this University of Louisville, but could be one of the University of Louisiana's. Said a long time ago that he does not allow others to have a voice in hiring coaches because he, the AD, is ultimately held accountable for. Okay. You're not. You're, hey, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. So, um, but in this case. Uh, you at least need to have them have a seat at the table. They may not get a decision because as you pointed out, it is ultimately the AD's choice. But if the, the boosters said it well in their meeting, you're asking us for money and we're not saying no. We we need to have some type of communication. So uh, Louisville, okay, yeah. So before we left, yeah. And uh, I know Louisville broke away from Papa John's after that fiasco, but yeah young brands definitely has a say with who who they hire i would i would be very speculative if that corporation was like nah that they they let a hire go through but it's going to be interesting and again that's part of the things like you need those three dso's to help contribute because pretty much athletics we've seen where that cap was at two hundred thousand. don't know if it's changed since so you you need to be able to have those DSOs come in and help get you over that hump. So it's going to be one of one of the questions we're going to see. Again, what happens with that voter no confidence stuff? That is one of my big questions. Like, I really had that question because some of the voter no confidence stuff was a little shaky. Um, and I appreciate Brian and I kind of, you know, we're talking about the uh, OBC a little bit. And he was like, the contract was made a little early. Like, okay, okay. Um, but some of the other stuff, it's a lot easier just to say you don't like that lady and keep it moving. Like, just, just say you don't like her. Say you don't want her here. Say you never wanted her here. Say she wasn't in your top whatever for the 18-person committee of people and keep it moving. But at the same point, um, that it's going to be a tough sell. And you could kind of point to some other things. Like I, I did see on uh, one of the couple of sites there point out the budget and the budget shortfalls. But one of the problems when you start talking about those budget shortfalls and um, let's see. Yeah, I know I like, I like to argue with data. I don't like to just say stuff without, um, without facts. You know, if I'm going to say something, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely say something, but I'm going to make sure uh, <laughs> I put it out there. Uh, Cause I do see the one where Rattler uh, blog posted out there. But we've also seen where for the athletic revenue, 
there's been a reduction. And look, I'm pulling up so y'all can see it too. I operate in the sunshine as best as possible. So this is, you can look at, at it online, 2022-2023, the budget versus the actuals. Um, so you can kind of, you know, y'all more numbery people, kind of break that down as you see fit. But you can kind of start looking. They do make this public where you can see the different departments and who's doing what. And AD Sykes did give one out there earlier, which is probably the one some people are referring to where they were saying they had some questions about the athletics. But some of that's also like some of those ways that we got money expired. So it's, it's a little bit of that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. It's, uh, it's all on AD and many more minor programs. Uh, the board generally have to approve the contracts, giving fans and boosters too much input. There we go. I agree. I agree. Um, and it will says it's just it's just the coaching search for me. Right. I agree. I, I think that's the big issue. Like we're talking about the coaching searches. That's but that's been the thing. She's never included. Um, I shouldn't say that. That's that's strong words. I have yet to see where she's included stakeholders in the hiring of coaches. There you go. And that goes basketball coach, bowling coach, now football coach. She did it the first two times. Nobody said anything. So, you know, kind of is what it is. Let's see. Hitman, what you got? It's going to be Sean Gibbs, I guess. Um, and I will get behind him because I want us to win. And there we go. And we have to, we have to do that. Uh, which man, that'd be a tough sell. Um, yeah, but if it's him, it's him, you know. Uh, you know, I, I won't speak greasy of the brother, <laughs> oh, but he has to win the classic. There we go. Look, <laughs> and then Will says, But this is football, we are football, so we are that, we are that much. Uh, those stakes aren't held accountable. You're correct, so. And, and I don't disagree with you uh, about the stakeholders not being held accountable, but uh, you're going to ask them for a check. You at least need their input. You know, do you have to do what they say? Absolutely not. You don't have to listen to them. Uh, again, I gave you a, a great way to placate them. Like, okay, this is who you like. Most of them said in the booster meeting, they like Billy Roll uh, from what I remember from last week. Is he probably going to get the coaching hire? Probably not. But again, you're kind of seeing where individuals lock and step. Um, and Tamara C says, no, we better win more than classic. Yeah, at least win the classic. And that first home game. Like, I, I'm going to say this. If if it is him from Fort Valley, and let, let's kind of give the guy his credit. He's not a bad coach. He had two successful seasons at Fort Valley. He just won the bowl, a bowl game in Miami um, over the break. So you can kind of look and see where the resume is kind of similar to what you just did this season. Now, did he lose the Quinn head to head? Yes. Yeah. Fort Valley State definitely lost to Albany State this year. They've had it like eight and four season. But at the same point, that's going to be the hill you want to die on. Hey, man, that's the hill you're going to die on. Uh, Tam says, I keep missing what makes him attractive. I think that's it. He, and he kind of he didn't bring it all the way back. But he brought the Fort Valley program kind of back. So consistent winner, proven winner. He's been there for a little while. Um, HBCUs need to be focused. You're not wrong. But at the same point, there's only one national championship that 
you can win. I mean, unless we're saying that the second best team in the SWAC and the MEAC are going to go to the playoffs, then, you know, I hear you, Lacey. But the only problem is we're with a group of schools that have pretty much said we're not participating in that as our primary focus, largely due to the financial impact. You go from where you're paying to be in the playoffs to where you're guaranteed money just by being in the conference. And if you go to the Celebration Bowl, you get a quarter mil. So, you know, you kind of – I hear you. And I was definitely on I don't want playoffs at the beginning so I started seeing the finances, and it makes it makes better sense. Uh, and, yes, that Miami Bowl game, no, it's not. Not even close. It was not even – I still haven't got to watch it. I'll say it like that. I tried to but it was on a different platform. Um, and the question is from Hitman, what makes them attractive over our guys that we already got? Just the extra year coaching experience, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Colsey's never coached in the U.S. as far as being a head coach. Uh, Billy Roll, no college head coaching experience. Smitty Rock, no college head coaching experience. And then previous knowledge. I mean, y'all kind of, you know, they work together at Grambling. You know, I ain't going to talk about the other stuff because I can't prove that stuff. But you go, you kind of going for what you know. Like, I know this person. We were cool then. I see they have some success. Like, it's more than just the, the resume, you know. And so, Tam says, uh, mostly told Brian and AD that our AD consulted uh, Trey Oliver about Gibbs. What does Oliver know about family football? Great question. Don't know. (laughs) And I I think, you know, if we're talking about this whole situation, that's part of the problem. It's you're coming in as someone who's, you know, learned about the program, but not fully familiar with it. And you're bringing in another person that's not really familiar with the program. All the fighting stuff is the fighting stuff. But at the same point, it, it just, it's another time where, the top hire was a successful person, but a successful person, you know, over people who have been there, built a rapport and go on with it. Ooh, hitman! Why not listen to Rudy Hubbard? Look, I didn't bring Vaughn on the show, but Vaughn brought up a great point. And I, I think he's right. I mean, I think we've seen that time over time the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Alabama brought in a guy that was outside, but at the same point, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be hard to find a link to him in the saving tree. You saw where the Patriots, they, they kept a guy that was there. I mean, you just kind of started looking most times you try to find somebody that's either from a successful coaching tree or that's familiar with that system to stay there and run it like Georgia Kirby smart played at Georgia, but he's also from the saving tree. So it's kind of one of those things. Um, that you you start asking that question, you know. Uh, see, Lacey, Celebration Bowl and D2 Bowl only allow one team from each conference. Uh, you're right. You are correct. Um, so, And I don't disagree with you. But part of that's on Tennessee State. Right, they want to be over there in the o- OVC. I mean, you can't help that. You know, that's, that's something, a cognitive decision that they've made. Would love for them to have a chance to go to the Celebration Bowl. But at the same point, um, if they go to the Celebration Bowl, does their conference share the money? Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, 
going to throw that out there. If you're going to involve Tennessee State, North Carolina A&T, Hampton, all of a sudden, what happens when the other schools from that conference have a decent record? And they're like, we want the money, though. Like, I mean, you know, you, you can't you can't exclude them like that. I mean, you could, but you, you open up a can of worms for, well, when we leave you out of stuff, you feel this way. How are you going? So if they want to participate in Celebration Bowl, they need to be in the conferences that participate in the Celebration Bowl. Ain't, ain't no Publix in California. You want to go to Publix, you got to go somewhere where Publix is. They want to go to the Celebration Bowl, either come back or join a conference that participates in it. Otherwise, it kind of is what it is. Um, let's see. Learn, her learning and him learning on a dot. Oh, you look, I'm with you. Um, I, I definitely, I've stated who I thought, and uh, you look, I know that's worth a hill of beans, but at the same point, it seems like we would not be here had we made a decision earlier to probably stick with someone who's already there. And I mean, you've lost two coaches already that we know of, verified. Now, the other ones are speculation, you know, but we've all heard the speculation, so you definitely know Willie's gone, Riz is gone. I mean, that kind of is what it is. Did it have to be like that? Probably not, but kind of is what it is. Um, Hitman, Trey Oliver wants some, someone he can beat. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the MEAC's a lesser conference as far as, like, overall. Like, yes, they've won multiple celebration bowls. Yeah, Howard kept it close with FAMU. But, I mean, when the quarterback has four turnovers like that, I mean, what, three picks of fumble or two, I'm sorry, two picks of fumble and a safety. So, I mean, quarterback gave you nine points, straight nine points, too. Because one of the picks is a pick six. So, um, and Hitman, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, I, I kind of dropped that breadcrumb earlier. I didn't confirm it because I don't have it to confirm, but I wouldn't be surprised. So, it's kind of one of those things, though. Like, all right, all of a sudden, you're looking and you're seeing where the coaches that were there that got you where you wanted to be are no longer there. And now you're, you're kind of starting over in a lot of places. So kind of interesting. Um, Lacey, TSU is, was in the OVC before the Celebration Bowl started. This is true. Also uh, has more black college football championships. You're, you're not, you may not be wrong there. Uh, should they be excluded? Yes. Yeah. Because... The, my my rationale with that is not because my rationale is because they're not in the, in the MEAC or the SWAC. Uh, the Celebration Bowl is exclusively for those two conferences. So that's all of a sudden, if you're letting TSU in because they're historically black, I get that. And I actually kind of agree with that notion. But for me, the next part becomes when the OVC wants their cut of the money. Like, what happens with that? Because then all of a sudden, you're giving me the benefit of refusing to join your conference, outright refusing to join your conference, and in some other schools' cases, leaving one of your conferences, but I still get that Celebration Bowl money. I struggle with that. Uh, just because, and again, your HBCU, you got every right to play in a bowl that's specific for HBCUs. 
But the issue is that bowl is also tied to those two conferences. Like it's not like how the Rose Bowl was, where it was the Pac-10 versus the Big Ten exclusive, and then you know stuff came, and then other schools come around, and we get the BCS. It's exclusive. Celebration Bowl is just for the MIAC and the SWAC's champions. If you're not in the MIAC or the SWAC, it is what it is. Uh, let's see. Oh, sorry. Right, go to Tamara first. Uh, coaches said. This is a reload, not a rebuilding. Gibbs rebuilding Fort Valley still makes them not the candidate above those who are. Look, that's kind of the thing for me. Like, and look, keep answering the questions, y'all, because look, we, I've, I'm more than willing to let y'all vent, and we can, we can share. It's, it shouldn't be a, a reload. If only, it probably feels like it for those that have, you know, you were in Atlanta. It feels like a reload, like it just does, like. Um, but if you saw everything that happened and you're seeing what is happening, it feels like a rebuild. So that's kind of why it probably has that feeling for a lot of us. And it may or may not be so. So um, let's see. Uh, Hitman, the qualified people are being overlooked. This is true. Um, and I think we are, mm, we are prejudiced for the way we treated Henry and Smith. I agree. And uh, I say the same thing with basketball, though. And I've said that about FAMU basketball for years. FAMU's basketball was at its best when it wasn't coached by our brother. It sucks to say, but Gillespie was the best coach that FAMU's had that I can ever remember. Like, he had that team cooking. And you went and you got an experienced head coach. Somebody had done it at a small level. He came in there. He did more (laughs) with more, as Kofi would have said. And then he did it at a high level. I, I agree. I think Smitty Rock should have been the interim because he was the associate head coach. Like to just kind of randomly, not randomly, but to pick somebody who wasn't the associate head coach. It's, it's a struggle for me. It's a struggle for me. Um, and then great question. How can it, if it doesn't represent the best HBCUs annually, they left the party. I mean, Notre Dame don't get a conference championship. They get to play in the bowl games, but they, they don't get a conference championship. So, you know, they're in the ACC for everything but football because of money. So, you know, and there are, there are multiple black college championships. We saw where BCS 10 and other outlets do some. So th- through the media, which Dr. Cavill has shared with us, but as far as celebration bowl wise, look, if you want to wear the moniker, you got you to gotta pay you got to you got to be in the dance to get to the to the final dance there and they're not there so um but I do understand and I I agree that you know but do you think Tennessee State would have beat FAMU this year if you're being real I don't oh, Ashley will the DSOs decide to get behind Gibbs that's a question that is a $100,000 question right there and I think that is the big issue. That is the huge issue because the booster said, I've already told you. Well, they didn't tell her because she wasn't in the meeting, but they've already stated they want roller, maybe cozy. So, you know, that is what that is. NAA stated they don't even want her. So that's another thing. Like, just with you. 
Uh, Jordan, I don't understand how we're going to view his staff as damaged goods. Uh, you're sitting there under confetti with, <laughs> with some people, for goodness sakes. Look, I don't either. I think that I think it was a great staff. Um, so, yeah. Um, he was not being said about that they played other HBCUs. Um, let's see. What else? Tennessee State. Class for SIC. They are? Okay. You're, you're not wrong. Chinnisbury, and everyone wanted Chinnisbury. Yeah, you're not wrong. And no one's saying that the guy's a bad coach. I've never said that. I said he's not the right fit for FAMU. And I've been adamant about that. Like, I've definitely stated that point. Um, but I've never said that the guy's a bad coach. I even just said at the beginning of the show, he's actually really good. Um, stated that he did win a bowl game. I believe eight and four last two seasons, last two years trying to turn around Fort Valley. But at this time and place, is that the best fit for FAMU when you're pointing out, hey, there are people on the staff that they, 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 they put in the work. Like they've been here long enough to get that shot. They're familiar with what's going on here. You're going to pass them over. And then how do you pass them over and they not get offended? Like, I, I'm just saying, because that, that guy, if Gibbs comes here, has success, you're a long-term assistant unless you just leave. So just saying, um, but, and Hitman said, we got to support no matter what. Can't leave athletes hanging. You're right. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to choose the side with some of the organizations over, you know, just the athletic fund in general, but if he wins, we'll come back. But that's the thing. Um, you, you got to sell me something that if he wins over people that I know that have won, as, as pointed out earlier, um, you had confetti a few weeks ago, about a, less than a month ago, confetti. We're in the Georgia Dome. I'm pretty sure I can't find it. I've got confetti somewhere in this house from Atlanta. I mean, my, my credential is on the orange jersey, the green jersey from the Celebration Bowl, that blue and white one. So a few weeks ago, my swag stuff is here. I told y'all they kind of, it was cheap on this one. <laughs> Normally, look, you get some hard, you can hear that one. Uh, but swag kind of, they, they went a little cheap on that one. It's a hard sell because, you know, um, let's see. What, what did I actually say? I haven't heard or seen one person say he was a bad coach. No, no, no. He's not a bad coach. And, you know, let, let's dispel the myth that, or any myth, that we're trying to besmirch his name. And honestly, I haven't even besmirched A.D. Sykes' name. Like, look, keep it being. I, I said just like uh, Will. Like, only reason I was upset was really this coaching hire. Like the other coaching hires, I kind of I figured out what time of day it was. I was like, oh yeah, she's gonna do her own thing. That's cool. That's, nobody's gonna say nothing about it. Hey, I'll give you what I think. You go with who you think. So you know it is what it is. You know, and as Hitman say, it may not be a we thing. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, now if he is he a fit, why have a look coaches on staff? To always get the short end because of how it was done. You're right. And that's kind of my concern with him coming into FAMU. You're coming into a situation where you're coming in not really liked. And anybody who's gone someplace where you're the new dude and people don't already like you, and now you got to win the room because they wanted somebody else instead of you, man, that's tough. I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt, and, 
it took a couple of weeks for me to, you know, a couple of months and some staff turnover for me to kind of get in for myself. And I made mistakes, <laughs> whereas the other person may not have made the mistakes, but I looked better on paper. So but been where he's at. Don't envy the position he's in. But yeah, Terrence said it's not about him, but the process and overlooking our coaches. Exactly. That that's that's the big problem. Nobody's doesn't like him. Nobody thinks he sucks. You know, if he's watching this, I want him and he becomes a famous coach. I want him on the show. Straight up. And I would tell him, hey, bro, go back and watch. I never said I don't like you. I just said, you know, wrong time, wrong place. But hey, you're here. I'm rocking with you. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> like, um, Hitman says he has to get relationships with those in South Florida too. No way you can have a bunch of boys from California, from the Carolinas in our program. Uh, you have to. And I think one of the things let, let's let's kind of start looking at this right here. Uh, that's one of the other questions. It is recruiting because I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, Tennis Berry started to offer kids in Orlando and Central Florida. Oh, he's up in South Carolina State, but he's already. Hey, let me start hitting Florida up real quick for some of these recruits because we play FAMU. They play Cookman every couple years. Like, it's not that bad of a ride if you're from the <laughs> East Florida, you know. So you got to start kind of looking at that part, too. Like, some of it is the recruiting aspect. Oh, they about to fight. <laughs> Sorry, Cowboys still on. I ain't paying them no attention, but they're still on. I'm, I'm going to watch them till they, till, they, till they finish first round and out. But that's 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 crazy. Like you got to reestablish recruiting principles. That's part of what part of the thing with Billy Roll is. He's got those ties to South Florida. You you get Colsey. He's got those ties to FSU and other parts of the state. So look, we're gonna see. Let's see. Uh, Lacey's got our people on the staff head coaching material. Uh, as a formal high school coach and collegiate assistant, who has been a head coach at a couple of programs, uh, mainly in the secondary. Uh, I can honestly say everyone cannot be a head coach. I agree. Uh, most of New England's former assistant coaches who've gotten to the NFL flopped. Would FAMU be happy if it shows an unproven assistant? Um, yeah. I mean, if it was an unproven assistant off the staff, you know, and I think that's the caveat. I, I think the caveat is go with somebody who's already been there. And it's kind of the layup that Scotty and others said it was. You know, if it turns into something where it doesn't work, I just hired him, but I, ch I chose the person you hired. They got a three-year deal. They flopped. Let's keep rolling. I listened to Rattler Nation on that one, though. So you can kind of sell that to the DSOs and everybody else when it's pay time, whereas now you really have to rebuild that relationship. Like, just as in speaking as an athletic director, you have to rebuild the relationship because some of the people just didn't like you from the word go. Like, let's, let's keep it what it is. Some people just did not like her. I don't have a problem with it. I told you all up front. I have no problem with A.E. Sykes. I've spoken to her quite a few times. She's always been respectful, always been really cool from the word go. When she got announced, I was like, hey, this is what we got. Cool. I'm rolling with you. But I don't have a problem with the lady. But I do understand with this hire. Yeah. Let's see. Jordan, uh, A&T didn't want him. Our staff that was left uh, in the Willie era is all move upward trajectories. Look, there you go. Youngstown, KJ, you're seeing a lot of that. Um, no head coaches, except for the only one I can think of 
off the top of my head, previous assistant coach that is a head coach, Quinn Gray. So Quinn Gray was offensive coordinator at FAMU when Earl Holmes was there. So that's kind of part of the thing too. Like you bring them back, can you bring them back? What not? So be interesting. Hitman, somebody gonna call him <laughs> and he gonna get look right. You gotta embrace some of that Florida culture. Like you gotta embrace some of what we say. It took me a good couple months to learn about these kids saying JIT and like JIT did this and JIT did that. I'm like, I'm in Tallahassee. Like every other word should be JIT. But now my students say JIT all the time. It's like, yeah, that little JIT over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, it man. He's going to have to come in and learn our culture. It, it is. It is. And if, if I'm going to be honest with what he, I would suggest he do, just do a crash course. Just like, just dive in. Like, the way I was like 80 sites should probably chill for a few days. Do the opposite. Go to, go to, over to Olean's. Go to the Piggly Wiggly and get your pork chop sandwich if you eat pork. Like, go figure out Tallahassee culture. Go figure the Gaston County culture. But you're going to have to create some of these ties with some of these coaches because Coach Smith has deep ties to a lot of the recruiting area in Florida. He also has ties to schools like Florida State, Florida, Alabama. He's been assistant in all those places and won championships at a few of them. So SWAC, uh, SEC, excuse me, championship. And I believe he won a national championship as a coach at FSU under Jimbo. So you got to rebuild that. You got to use the impact that Colsey has. And it's just kind of continuing to build that relationship and build a rapport because otherwise you're going to get passed by. Like Part of this isn't just the simple fact of him being him it's him being new you just want a championship and these people are familiar with the culture and what's gonna you know kind of what's going on um and tamra says i'm not on the she gotta go bus me neither i do not think she needs to address uh rattlers i do think she needs to address the rattlers and use some of your suggestions look because somebody asked me about getting on the board of trustees uh meeting on um tuesday and i was like honestly i got kiddos but at the same point and i'm trying to find the powerpoint excuse me um but the other reason i was like nah bro you really don't want that i'm not supporting you the way you think i'm supporting you like you really think i want her gone and i've stated i don't i don't because the charges are trumped up like I, I can go with the she's done this, she's done. I get all that. But if we're going off the stuff that was said in the NAA meeting, that's a lawsuit. And I don't want family to get sued. I always want what's best for family. That's that that's always key. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I may not like something, I may not love it, but I always want what's best for family. And should she have been hired as the AD? That's up for your interpretation. She what we got. <laughs> you know, so was she number one on the list? No. Is she here? Yeah. So me lamenting stuff or you know trying to act like whatever, I'm not. You know, but what I will say is, since she's here, I'm gonna support her in the best way possible. But I may not support all of her decisions. Like hit me, hit up, go to the churches too. Hit the Willie. Call Willie Simmons. Like, if I'm if I, if he does get this job, call Willie Simmons. Like, Hitman. Also, get the love of older people. Like, 
Willie Simmons has a degree in communications, and you start to learn that really quick, and you see what he does. Talk to Willie Simmons. See if you can get in front of some, some of the people that he knows and get his blessing because he's the plug, and he's going to be the person that's going to give you the right media directions. Like, you know, if you want to hit me up, hey, I tell him, look, go here, go there, you know, maybe talk here, talk that. But Willie's going to tell him the people in the know that it could be like, this is it. This is him. This is her. She's one. Like, use the previous administration if you're coming in new to learn. Because if you're coming in there brand new, it's, it's not going to work. It's not going to work, especially in this era of the transfer portal. Uh, Ashley says, if he's smart, he'll hire a recruiter out of Florida and help make him. Yep. Maybe even, I don't know if there's another risk. Like, Riz was a high school coach. Like, Riz comes into FAMU as a high school coach who's just locked in and plugged in all over the state. And he just, like, the dude was brilliant. Like, he's gone to all these recruiting things. He's seen it from a coach's perspective. And then he's got that knowledge of, hey, as a high school coach, I know what I like to see. I know what I want to see. I know what my players respond to. I know the kids in the area. And then he flips it and uses his knowledge to really his best benefit. Like, really, he's got to be that. Uh, Tamara T, he can't follow. No, 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 no. It's, that's one of those ones you can't follow right there. Uh, Jordan, what's up, bro? Uh, we're suffering for a, a regional bias with uh, her being from Virginia. The crazy part is she understood getting Florida ties. Uh, you're right. Like, because, and we've already seen a uh, commitment from one of the basketball players, uh, chick, uh, chick, young lady from Georgia. You can see coach, coach pressure. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tamara says, why would Willie get involved? Um, he said that he spoke up for his coaches. I think it's one of those what's best for FAMU deals. Like, um, because I, I've been in that place before where you've been jilted. You, you leave a place. You really set it up and you try to tell somebody, hey, you should do it this way. And they go completely different. F's up, fails. And, you know, whoever they put in kind of calls you and asks, like, yo, bro, I know you and whatever had y'all's problems. But can you give me the tea? What am I supposed to do? How do I figure this out? Because it's above Willie. It's bigger than Willie. It's bigger than me. That's why it shows it's above me. Like, honestly, I look. We we did that show yesterday. I was like, we talked about basketball. I talked about basketball game. But in this case, it's above Willie. It's one of those things where he still has that love and that passion for Rattler Nation. And some of those are his kids still. Those are still players that he brought to FAMU. And if you really want the best for them, share the knowledge. I'm not saying for Willie to reach out, though. It's The onus is on whoever the new coach is, if it, whether it's Colsey or Gibbs, to reach out to him ask questions what worked what didn't work what i what did you have set up because sometimes and we've all left the job before man i set them up for three months i remember i quit florida state i had my schedule set up for like six months i did not have to be in that office i was like yo i'm office financial aid i'm about to go on tour i'm about to go to every school in the area i'm about to i'm about to do this i'm not gonna be sitting up here telling these people we ain't got no money every day i'm sick of that but when I left, kind of was what it was. 
hey, Willie Love, can I set this up in fruition? Can I set this up, stuff that you've already set up? Can I follow through with that? Can I take advantage of your recruiting connections? Can I work with some of the things that you have built up? Hey, the strike tour happened. That should be something that, I mean, granted, you had interim AD between ADs, but and granted, that's going to be tough. <laughs> be a tough sell. But if you can get anything similar to that going, you know, and it, it may take a year of you building trust. And if he comes in, whoever comes in, if it's the coach you that the, you know, DSOs want, get that strike tour going. You shouldn't be there. <laughs> like, send the coach out there. Let him come out there and talk. Let him try to raise some funds. Tell him how much he appreciates Rattling Nation. Keep him moving. Again, I would not look. If I was AD, I would not be at any strike tour things for the next year. Now, if my dude comes in and he's successful, I might slowly creep my way in. But, and that's not even being fearful. That's just, I ain't trying to mess up the bread. Like, just saying. Uh, Tamara, he can't follow her advice. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got that one. Um, let's see. What you got hit, man? I think another reason for people um, not with Zay D is we believe that she forced Coach Simmons out. And I like how um, we believe in the kind of point of what Tamara pointed out on uh, the other show where, you know, I feel um, like we believe, like our beloved son, he's not from Tallahassee, y'all, um, Gaston County. I don't wonder if he was born in Tallahassee, Gaston County. Y'all. But uh, two Tallahassee people have been pushed out with little or no effort, correct? And the crazy part is um, Riz is Riz, Rickards, Willie, um, Shanks, which is, you know, not there anymore, really. But it's I think it's a middle school now. But it, it, either way, guys with local ties, deep roots in the community. Like Willie went through some stuff like publicly, you know, kid gets shot, all kind of stuff. So you start to see like Willie grew. We watched Willie grow into this coach. And if like you said, Hitman, it feels like this person's the reason he's not there. So how do you justify giving us something else when, you know, really the world was yours to take? Like uh, too many questions to ask when eternal. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, Jordan, I've been mad at Dion before. But I have to thank him for not poaching Riz while Willie was still there. Yes, I agree. And and I'll, I'll be honest, my I, I won't even say I'm angry with Prime because I'm not a Jackson State fan. <laughs> so, um, but I don't root for Colorado. I don't um, just because it's y'all missing me with the HBCU thing. And nah, it's Colorado. Um, I want him to do well, but I don't sit up here and like that's my new team. Like. Nah, it ain't gonna be that. Even though he's HBCU grad, I do want to do well though. Uh, Tam, how can he raise money when he's not the candidate we want? How successful could it be? I don't think it's gonna be successful. To be honest, um, I think you start with a booster event if he does become the coach. Um, but if it's cozy, you kind of roll it out there. I mean, but if that's gonna be the coaching hire, you got what two weeks till National Signing Day. It's hard to sell kids that this is the program to come to when you don't have a head coach. So that, that's going to be interesting. So um, depending on who it is, determines on what you do. I mean, let, let's just keep that real. If it's cozy, 
I think it's business as usual. You get a strike tour going, you start contacting your stakeholders and you start seeing like, can you get certain people to come back and invest in the process? Whereas if it's not, then it's not. Like if, if it's somebody different, you're starting from scratch. It's, it's a rebuild, not just so much of athletically, it's a rebuild program wise. Like we say it's a rebuild. And I think, think some people are just thinking like, oh, you're just rebuilding the team. No, you're rebuilding the foundation of this program if you hire outside of that group. And that's that's the frustration because we don't like things we're not for, we're not familiar with. And even with that, your the choices that have been said to be, to have been offered as head coaches are people that you're familiar with. So how do you expect for us to re- want to welcome somebody we're not familiar with when you're welcoming people you're familiar with? Like just, you know, real questions deserve real answers. Uh Tam, what you got? Oh yeah. Oh, it will. Back to Will. Um, Willie told Blue Buzz, Manny Diaz reached out after the uh celebration bowl. So look. Yeah. 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 I I think I would be surprised if that wasn't somewhat um I ain't gonna say mutual. Mutual ain't the good word, but it wasn't a shock. Like, yeah. Let's see, Ashley, should we prepare ourselves to be disappointed Tuesday? After Brian, as I was sitting with Brian, <laughs> I mean, from what I've been told, no, but have your stuff ready. Like, if you really want to voice your displeasure, they, they're giving you a time roll call after roll call for public comments. And with the board of trustees there, you can tell them why and say, let's go. Terrence, these boys bleed the seven Fs. Go look Willie's Facebook page, Twitter page. Sorry, not Facebook. I don't follow him on Facebook. Um, but his Twitter page, he's still got the seven Fs up there. <laughs> Hitman, if it's cozy, we need to do a fundraiser to the amount as we did to try to get Coach to stay. That we are, yeah, I agree. If it's cozy, um, you, you got to do something. And I think if it's cozy, you got to meet with the people at the 220. Like, that's that's my first meeting, like 220, um, the boosters, sorry, I don't know why, I blanked because it fell down, and it fell down because it's upside down, but talk to the boosters, you, Selvin Cobb will talk to you, so you got to talk to those groups, if it's cozy, get them in front of every one of your major DSOs, and not the whole group, the leaders or the boards, and have them talk. And all those out in Tallahassee, closed our meeting with each one. This is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I'm trying to do. This is my experience. He's got to sell himself. If it's Gibbs, you got to give him the same thing. I mean, again, either coach, you got to justify why your money, why you, aren't, why you need my money. Like, and again, I say the leaders, not me. I'm a, look, I'm a $100 booster. I'm a $100 NAA member. My pen is on this table somewhere. If I had it ready, I've been doing that lately. I'd be having stuff spur of the moment. But man, if I had it ready, here it is. Look, got my NAA pen. Boom. Right there. All right. I'm putting them up here with my snake. So I got my NAA pen. I got my Rattler booster stuff. Like, I'm a member of both. 
but AD Sykes don't need to talk to me. I'm a hundred dollar level cat. <laughs> I ain't a six figure um, narcissist. <laughs> oh, uh, naysayer. There we go. Sorry, not a six figure naysayer. <laughs> Just had to let a, had to, had to hit the link real quick. Uh, <laughs> hit that link for you. But uh, you do need to talk to them, especially two twenty. Oh, two twenty. You need to get there. Look, might want to talk to Gerald about the mac and cheese though. Just saying, I was told um, that mac and cheese don't be busting like that. So you can go get it if you want to, but I heard the mac and cheese at 220 ain't the move. That, that was Gerald's words, not mine. So, you know, <laughs> but um, for real talk, like, how do you fix it? Y'all know I don't bring you problems, or as uh, Brother Rayford Rollins would have said, problems without bringing you solutions. Here's a solution. Um, if you're 86, hire Cozy. Like, just just bow out. Like, I get it. That may that may be your guy. That's my dude. That's my man's. But not today. Let that junk go. Hire cozy. Keep it moving. Talk to the assistants and have that conversation. If it's if you can talk with Smitty Rock, talk with Smitty Rock and say, hey man, what can we do to get you to stay? I know look, I know you feel burned, but we got some money to pay assistants. We'll keep you a name as an assistant head coach and keep it bumping. But unless he gets a head coaching job, I, I would do that. And then I would write something into his contract that says if he leaves, you get a kickback. Uh, my YouTube channel, it is the Fangs Up Podcast. So go YouTube and you can look up Fangs Up Podcast, like and subscribe. Please do. Uh, we're trying to get the numbers up. So, but yeah, Fangs Up Podcast 6689. So at Fangs Up Podcast. And you'll probably see it. But um, that's the solution. Start there. Hire Colsey or Billy Roll or Smitty Rock. Keep it moving. After that, whichever one of them you hire, and I'm going to give you both, if you hire them or if you hire Gibbs, uh, then you get them in front of the DSO's leaders. Do not have them in the NAA meeting on Zoom or YouTube or Twitter for thousands of people to make decisions. Nope. Put them in front of the leaders. Mr. Johnson, the other people, you know, and keep it moving. Go talk to the boosters. Boosters going to have that, their meeting next month. Have a pre-meeting with Selvin Cobb and have him talk and say, hey, Mr. Cobb, new head football coach, you know me, blah, blah, blah. What can we do with Rattler boosters? Because they've said they're cutting off the purse strings. So I need y'all to open that back up. And I'm telling you what I need. to Keep it moving. Then you do that F club, 220 club as well. You start to, hey, what can we do? Your next meeting, new head coach. I need to be there. Um, and then you set up a strike tour. You're only hitting three, four cities because you done burned some bridges. But even with those three, four cities, I'm sending the head coach. I'm sending the women's basketball coach. I send the track coach and maybe even um, the volleyball coach, one of them. And you can shuffle that. You, you may just want to send if Coach Shoop wants to go, send Jamie Shoop. But I'm sending my coaches that got some rings. And we're doing a strike tour. You show off the rings. Hey, this is where your money went. Because, again, I told you all before about us black people. Give me something tangible. This is uh, this. This is old. I, I renewed my booster dues and alumni dues. 
I don't get a new pin every year as an alumni. You pay once, you get that. Now, my booster tag, I get a new booster tag every year. Every year I pay, I get a new one. Give them something tangible. Show them where their money went on the strike tour. They went to rings. We did this. We did that. Keep it moving. After that, get the football season going. Now, if you hire Gibbs, you got to do something similar, but you're not doing a strike tour. <laughs> you're going up there. He meets in front of the DSOs. He kind of does a public, you know, whatever, whatever. Have him sit down with Vaughn. Keep it moving. Like, see if see if you can make it nice with these DSOs and keep it keep it bumping. Because otherwise, it's not gonna be good. Like, and and, and honestly, if you put him in front of on a strike tour and it's Gibbs, it's a year away. Like, you and you're missing a whole probably one to two hundred thousand dollars just from the strike tour by making that higher. You want to stick to them guns, you stick to them though. Um, but Tamara T, hire Cozy, pay the coaching staff. Yep. Will says, How is Gibbs the top candidate? Don't know. Okay, I get why. I told y'all they work, they they did work together at Grambling, and he's had success at Fort Valley. That's all I got for you. Otherwise, yeah. Uh Jordan, problem is. The one who needs to convince them to stay is the same one that hurt them. Ooh. Oh, boy. Jordan, you're preaching today. <laughs> um, let's see. Tabra T, Zep, Cozy, Smitty or Roll. That's who you want? I with it. Uh, look, Tabra T, said it again for the people in the back. Look. And then Tara also said, yep, coaches tour and humble yourself. Speak with every DSO. Even give them a few minutes to vent. Okay. And I will say that with the DSOs, meet with your leaders, your boards. And I even gave the idea last time, have a monthly state of athletics. One of the things we also talk, we often talk about, hey, you know, PWIs ain't doing this and PWIs ain't doing that. You know what they do uh, every month, even when football season's over, Florida State still runs their athletic shows. Like, how we're doing the basketball thing, and then we flip it to football. Then when it flips to baseball and spring sports, they still do the monthly stuff and give you like highlights and this is what's going on in Seminole athletics. And you're just like, I don't care. <laughs> but I mean, that's nice. But if you're invested in the program, you're like, oh, okay, I can give to that. Hey, we're turning ground here. They're going to build a new indoor practice facility. This is that. And you're like, okay. You're doing something more money. Like, you, you have a school of journalism there. Use them kids. Like, because Taylor can't do it all. She's killing the game. Um, <laughs> let's see, Jordan. Uh, ooh, I, I, what? I'm so afraid our love doesn't function in a certain office at Lee Hall, at a certain office. <laughs> Look, man. And as Tamara points out, you got to maintain engagement. Like, it's crazy. And one of the things I talked about with Brian, and we, you know, I don't think he minds me sharing this. One of the things that was very frustrating about this entire process was that, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't fuss or get mad with Scotty. Um, I actually, transparency, I text Scotty every once in a while. I have no issue with Scotty. He's, he's a cool guy for me. I have nothing disparaging. But it was the fact that, 
you had people like Scotty, like Brian, and like myself dropping more nuggets than the athletic department. Like, Willie's leaving. Okay, cool. You ain't got to tell me that as an athletic department. I'm cool with that. But at the same point, give me a little something more than what we got. Like, stuff is coming about who potential coaches are. Like, you can give me the a weekly, hey, we're still doing the coaches. We're still doing a search for coaches. We're still doing a search for coaches. I'm going to get sick of that after the second week. But start being like, hey, I've rounded it down to there's 20 candidates. Oh, okay. Week two, I've rounded it down to 10. Oh, she's doing something. She may be bold-faced lying to me. But, hey, it sounds good. Hey, we've rounded it down to five, and I expect to make a hire next week. Oh, shoot. You're working. All right. I don't Look, I don't like Rick Scott, but he said one thing that was right. Let's get to work. That's it. The second you gave me that, okay, I feel like I'm informed. I don't know who the five are because – us speculators are going to still be speculating. Street committee going to still going to do what it's going to do. Like, you you ain't going to stop the street committee. Like, you know, I, I'm not always a, you know, willing participant on socials. But look, you, you man, look, my friends, we 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 be, we in the streets. We talking. <laughs> and we keep it between us. It's just the boys. But we, we in the streets. We in there talking. But sometimes that was the best way for us to get information. Like, Give a little bit, but give some. Like, because as Tamara pointed out, when you move in silence, folks don't know what you're doing. My own wife us to be about, she was like, baby, you didn't tell me you was doing this. And I was like, well, I've been doing it for months. You told me to do this. I didn't know. I was, and I'm getting funny looks because I didn't tell her something. It was my fault. Now, I've been working on something diligently. But I didn't say anything. Same thing. You got to build this relationship, especially with the people that that control the purse strings. Hey, Rattler Boosters, I, I've asked you for in the past year or two, two, three hundred thousand dollars. Guess what? This is what I'm thinking about with the coachings. I got a list of five. And keep it moving. But don't do it during the meeting. Sit up there, talk to Selvin Cobb, say, hey. I got a list of about 10 guys. I'm thinking about here for my 10. Then what does Selvin do? AD Sykes has her time to talk. Then Selvin gives his minute. Well, you know, she's giving me a list. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say, you know, y'all know Selvin's like really cool, nice guy. But if he feels like saying, he can share your 10 prospects. And guess what? That 10 can come out and trickle out there to the street committee like everything else does. But we're getting some news. And you get a benefit being a booster, like, like, but you got to say something like you're telling us when the field got redone. Hey, AstroTurf redid the field. Okay, All right. A.D. Sykes. Shoot. I shared that myself. That's progress. I I like to see that. Okay, cool beans. When the when the stadium was getting updated, do y'all remember how much Vaughn updated us? Like, let's keep it a bean. Ace Media. That was Vaughn. Vaughn Wilson was sitting up there updating Rattler Nation about the progress of Bragg Stadium being rebuilt. But guess what? We were sitting there looking like, boy, that's going to be nice. Boy, I tell you what, this look all right. And then y'all hit the stadium, y'all like, boy, that's nice. 
This ain't rusty. Got the black paint on it. Okay. Hey, we're getting a new scoreboard. The old one hasn't come in yet. It's on. Oh, okay. It's on back order. Cool. Okay. Because we knew that. And even Dr. Robinson. Dr. Robinson was over there. <laughs> we were at the Kim Riley celebration. Dr. Robinson was talking about we were at the Alabama State game. He was like, yeah. He was talking bad about me last year. My scoreboard. <laughs> I'm looking like, what? I thought you didn't care, Doc. Doc looking like, no, nah, I care. He was talking bad about my scoreboard this year. Got something for their asses. <laughs> like, he was on it. Like, he was so excited to have something that y'all could talk good about him. Like, yeah, man, they be over there beating me on the OG strike zone with a belt. <laughs> nah, I got a nice scoreboard this year. Like, he was, he was not playing. That man was so proud. But it was the fans were engaged. You even saw with the scoreboard in the basketball gym. That was Kelvin. Kelvin was one of the first ones to drop pictures like, yo, we get a new scoreboard in the basketball gym. I was like, what? Walked in there and saw that thing. Like, oh, that's nice. Okay. But it was the fact that communication was made. Like, it, it was the fact that we had to be told, you got to let me know what's going on. Like, and Jordan points out, the issue is the season doesn't start till fall. Only thing we, to ease the wounds is wins. You can't do any winning until then. Right. How do you build support? You got to get the orange and green game going. Like, whoever you hire, you got to start. This is my thing. I got nothing to sell you to the orange and green game. And I got that celebration thing that we just had that looked like hot garbage. So what am I doing for the orange and green game? Look, really may not come. That's fine. I'm rolling all the trophies out. I got the players. They may not come out there host, hoisting trophies, but I got a video investigating champions, celebrating champions. I got every championship up there. And for football, it's, it may be 117 degrees, but guess what? I rolled a Celebration Bowl trophy out. I rolled a SWAC championship trophy. I rolled a Florida Classic trophy out there. Every The OBC trophy, every trophy we won, I'm rolling that out there with everybody out there looking. Because now, as Jordan pointed out, I, I'm, I'm keeping you satiated until football season starts. I'm showing you, hey, as an AD, I got championships. Now, were these my people? That don't matter. I got trophies. <laughs> we, can, we can argue with the results, or we can argue who created the results. And at this point, I'm all you got. <laughs> like, but as Ashley's pointing out, communication feels like it's been non-existent you know and some of it is because some of us aren't in the right groups if you're not a booster you're not getting that access whereas the AAA they're also putting in money so guess what they should get some of that comp that, that communication like and it it does feel a little sneaky especially you know kind of after the fact like communication been a little shabby uh, and so look Coaches always let us know who paid for what. Willie Simmons was good about that. Even at the end, Willie Simmons thanked every DSO on that stage. He And he would sit up there. Even I told y'all, Riley Boost has got a hot 300 and some members. Needed to get to 1,000. He would literally sit there and say, thank you, Rattler Boosters. Thank you, the F Club. Thank you, the 220 Club. Thank you to the FAMU NAA. He would thank every one of them. Tiff did. She sent an email. 
We didn't see it publicly, but that's her fault. You, you she look post that much to social media. Told you we'll prove the socials, but you saw that. Look, uh oh, what you got? Here's a thought about searches. When schools have presidential searches, they're not allowed to disclose applicants until the finalists are chosen. This is often because applicants want to retain their current position if they're not hired. I, I like that idea. My only disagreeing is the season was over. Like we, we were the champions. We won. At this point, if you, you know, I can't really kill your recruiting. Like, especially for me that if the list is out there, and that's why I said you got 20 candidates. I got 10 candidates. And it goes to that point that you said about these are my finalists. Now, when I got my list of 20, it's a list of 20. That's all it is. You let let ONG speculate. Let me speculate. Let anybody who covers it. Let um, let Bobby Swope. Let him speculate. Let all of us speculate about what you're going to do. But when you get your final five, just like you did with the athletic director, these are the finalists. Okay. Cool. We can scrutinize who y'all picking. Let's go. You know, but that that's my only uh, pushback on that. Um, but and I like that you agree with the stakeholders. Um, and then Jordan uh, gives has nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> Look, I want to win. <laughs> like, I'm petty. I'm really like at my core, I'm not as petty as some of my friends and some of my family. But I'm petty. I want to win. Like I, I tell my students all the time, like, look, <laughs> my students that were when I was in my history class, I took I used to tell my kids, y'all, we got a state exam at the end of the year. If I knew every test question on there, guess what? I would give you the answer to every test. Why? Because I want to look good. I want to win. I would cheat. <laughs> but I don't, because I do have that academic integrity. But at the same point, if I was gonna not get caught and not lose my license and not have to answer to my, to the lady. Shoot, man, I'd be up here cheating McGee. Hey, hey, you ain't you ain't you if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, is what my homeboy said. <laughs> Congratulations, Chase. Chase got a pay raise and a bump. Um <laughs> then with the large stakeholder base coming um to it is, and that's why I said you get the leaders, not the the entire boosters should not be in that meeting. The entire NAA should not be in the meeting. And I even argue to the point that the entire boards probably shouldn't be in there. If you got a board of 10 people, all y'all don't need, you tell the leader, the president of your group, what who y'all want. Y'all come to a consensus. This is who the this is who the group wants. Majority rules. Run it like a pure democracy. And you keep it that way. And that way it doesn't convolute your coaching search process, but it also makes it consistent to where you easily know who's who, who's going where. I promise that's Avery Wilson. That boy can sing. Oh, my Lord. If you have not heard that man sing, that man got a song called Touch the Sky. Whoo, that man can sing respectfully. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> I digress. Sorry. I, look, I got a little ADHD myself, but I think that's the way. And I think you have to do that sooner than later. And you have to start setting up these meetings next week. Like you announce to them, board of trustees going to make their decision. Again, if you want a quick decision, you know what to do. You want something convoluted that's going to last a few weeks and you're trying to um, stand on business. 
you can stand on business all you want, but make the right decision. And then that following week, start working your DSOs. I would do one a week, maybe that first week I would try to do two and I would hit NAA first booster second. Uh, Cause you know, the booster meeting in for like another three weeks. So I would go hit the NAA meeting. I would probably hit the F club. I would make contact with the 220 and then I would do the boosters cause they're next month. And so that way every week you're miss you're meeting with one of the DSOs and publicize that stuff, put it on social media. Hey, we're doing right here. <laughs> so, and I love what Jordan pointed out. Rattler Nation is lockstep. 140K in three days? Exactly. That don't talk about the other 50 from the boosters. That's 190. Then you're not talking about what the F Club's offering. Like, you start looking, all the money put together, you got like about $250,000 within that short period that was like committed. Now, can you get the boosters to recommit that 50K? Good luck. Uh, <laughs> but that's why you have to get the stakeholders because you can't chase these big money boosters and say, well, when are big money boosters going to save us? It doesn't work. Like we, we're seeing even across the street. Yeah, one of their NIL groups got in trouble. Guess what? It's not the important one. <laughs> I don't think it was the Rising Spear. I think it was the uh, other group, which is like, uh, I think it is the Rising Spear. I don't think it's the Battle's End, which is their major NIL. But what do they do? Go to their website. They take donations at every level. You can get $5. You can get $5 million. As long as you support their NIL, don't matter. Same thing here with these groups. Go to the leaders. You know, use your athletic fund the way you can. But I would, I would find somebody else to sell it. I would get a new face on it. I would become as background as possible. I would be like that wall as an AD. You wouldn't know my name. I just write checks, make decisions. I talk to my DSOs, and these next two years, we're going to make something shape. But, yeah. Let's see. How does Ron DeSantis or administration affect how FAMU does business? Um, Ron DeSantis doesn't give a damn about FAMU. <laughs> like, and we're the second closest university to his quote-unquote place of residence. But not much. I mean, and that's just my personal bias, my personal feelings. But I've never seen anything to say that Ron DeSantis felt any type of way about FAMU. I believe we do have a couple people from his political party on the board of trustees. But I've never seen anything to show that he cared about FAMU. Heck, even after we won the Celebration Bowl, he, he didn't. <laughs> who, how long did it take for him to send out a congratulations? I'll wait. How long did it take for him to go down there and visit and pose with the trophy? Has he posed with the trophy? I'll wait. Now the mayor of Tallahassee, he's been down there a lot. But that man been on boards at FAMU. So he's been messing with FAMU for decades. Hey, you know, but yeah, Ronnie says don't care about us. Now you may want to check out that law school. Y'all make sure. UCF waiting on that. Uh, <laughs> so and then Hitman, what do you think she's going to pay our uh, Coach Gibbs? 200 200 plus whatever the DSOs can get. That's that, and that's the big issue. 
I don't know if the salary cap has gone up as far as what a coach can be offered by the university, but I know it used to be 200. Uh, I could be uh, misdated, but I didn't double check that. But it's probably like 225. You can get 25,000 between them four groups. Uh, I'll go somewhere where people don't like me. Uh, if I go, look, I'm just saying that that kind of salary bonus, yeah. Uh, yes, be invited to stay out in the locker room too. <laughs> Look, <laughs> uh, and then Jordan, he needs to get paid uh, forty six, just like a format. Most jobs you ask to disclose your previous salary. <laughs> so they pay, pay him what he's owed. The same thing he got before. Look, you don't get no state income taxes when you cross that line, right? <laughs> Y'all folks are wrong. And uh, I'm not surprised old Ron didn't visit. No, no, didn't visit. Uh, it didn't say anything. We got snubbed from the playoffs last year, if I remember correctly. But no, what no lawsuits to the NCAA. <laughs> what no, I mean, granted, I get that. You know, that was really about the money FSU lost in principle, less about the actual principalities of the situation. <laughs> but in reality, yeah, like y'all know what's up. So we're gonna see though. So Tuesday, one o'clock, uh, the board meeting for the board of trustees is gonna be up there. They do have a section for public comments. I haven't seen where they're taking any pre-stated comments, so anything like that. So it's gonna be interesting to see, man. Um, what becomes of that, and who says what in the public comments? Because always a, like one Yahoo out there. But it's always that other person that's going to be up there like, no, nah, I'm going I'm to give a piece of my mind. <laughs> so we're going to see with this one. Let's see. Uh, Tara. Yeah. Yeah. She's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> we're in the goodwill bin at this point. I don't say that. We, we, we better than that. Like, we, if you're from Orlando, we at least DDs. Like, come on, man. <laughs> goodwill. Come on, bro. We, got, we at least DDs. Aldi for y'all people. We we at least Aldi. We used to be Publix. Okay. A fancy Win Dixie. Was fancy Win Dixie with, with shoddy customer service. I, I cussed in my head. Uh but we, we we are Aldi now. Like it's, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, we ain't fell down the Safeway yet. But we ain't fall off. <laughs> Darn shame, Jordan. <laughs> Not fair of you. Uh, H-E-B for Texas, folks. Well, I thought H-E-B was like Publix. I ain't been there yet, though. Um, but, yeah, man. Ooh, kids with a consignment sale. <laughs> you know what? Y'all, y'all, y'all. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all hanging that brother out the drive. <laughs> y'all hanging him in the sun, too. Y'all ain't got decent to throw him in the dry. <laughs> you put your good clothes in the dry. Put this, put this joke out here on the clothing line. <laughs> Look, if I'm Gibbs, I ain't taking this job. I would not. I would stay up there at Fort Valley where it's safe. And honestly, I'll wait for the Norfolk State job to open because I don't have, I don't know how much longer Dawson Odom stays there. Like, how long does he stay there? Do you want the Delaware State job? Um, you know, uh, just I mean, say that out loud, you know. South Carolina State just got there. So, 
And do you wait for the Alabama A&M job? Like, it's real talk. Carnell Maynard, boy, he must got a root on somebody. I'm saying, like, bro, that seat must be hot. But, man, you 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 done did some of that voodoo on somebody or something. Because, man, end of the season, go watch the Carnell Maynard show. Yeah. <laughs> he did look like the dude from uh, <laughs> uh, Rocky Bullwinkle, the doctor. Or the, uh, not Snidely with Flash. <laughs> I gotta find that one down. <laughs> oh goodness, I got. I, oh, I gotta find a picture of that dude. That's gonna be bothering me. But yeah, yeah, he definitely did, man. Uh, <laughs> oh man, he was looking so dejected. But look, again, that's where I'm at with that. So again, my solution to the problem: hire Cozy, do a, have him talk to your DSOs, step back from the from the forefront and just be a, be an AD that's just a little more in the background just because the relationship's not there. Rebuild relationships in private and then as you build those relationships, continue to show that you know, personality-wise, you're cool. Like I told y'all, I ain't no problem with AD Sykes as a person. She's really cool. She's personable, uh, very friendly. You know, all that good stuff. So, uh, but if it's Gibbs, whew, yeah, good luck, bro. <laughs> so we're gonna see though, y'all. We will see. Look, is she ever going to talk to us again as a fan base? <sighs> I mean, after after one of them games where you get a trophy, maybe. But uh look, we like a we like a this a this a boostive relationship here, boy. We, we, we look, she caught she caught the belt. Look, I don't look. I, she ain't she ain't rock, she probably wouldn't rock with us for a minute. <laughs> I would. I let y'all jokers have it. <laughs> so we're gonna see y'all, but we're gonna we're gonna see. I'm gonna let Ashley be the last one before we get up out of here. Um, I'd be torn between taking the pay raise and knowing folks gonna hate me first day. You exactly. That's where I would be with that. So we're gonna see though. Um, so what what the man say on uh, the five heartbeats? They say they're better than the Temptations. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> so we're gonna see boy uh because look y'all know a heart is a house of love and i've learned that it don't take much to break it and uh a lot of us rattlers is heartbroken over this foolery so uh but yeah man look uh fangs up podcast at gmail.com hit me up bro i definitely check my emails um and look as tamra said this rattler venom ain't no joke you better stay where he is because we're gonna talk bad in his face <laughs> but for her Stewart and the Black Techies, look, we're gonna be back here Thursday. Uh, and also look, I'm be up Friday, round one. Um, probably be on the Florida Sports Talk Radio too, man. We're gonna be a little bit everywhere, but we will be back here uh Thursday, eight o'clock. Hopefully, we have an answer for who the coach is, and we're gonna talk about you know what's the basketball program looking like, and hopefully we can solidify some recruits. Uh, we will go back and kind of look at some of the dudes that we kind of overlooked when Riz left because it's like are they coming? <laughs> are they leaving? Right now, we over here and will this thing go round in circles? Because it's been going on and I'm ready for us to get to the end of the road. <laughs> but as always, y'all, this is going to be Fangs Up. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal. <laughs>
while our HBCUs are mostly known for academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? 